0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. The CDC says 213,000 cases. The CDC says 4,500 deaths. If you take a look at the Johns Hopkins map, you have 245,000 Americans with coronavirus. You have over six thousand people who have died, and none of those numbers should be surprising. I, 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 maybe I'll take that half back. Maybe we're amazed that we've got a quarter million people infected with coronavirus. I don't think we're we should be surprised by the amount of people who have died. In the United States, in a flu season, eight to 20,000 people die. I'm not comparing. I'm noting. Meaning I'm not comparing uh, how coronavirus works to how the flu works. I am noting that in terms of the amount of people who have died, sensationalizing numbers don't help. Being horrified by the number makes perfect sense. I get that. I agree with that. Sensationalizing it doesn't. A number that is not being sensationalized is what's going on with jobs. 701,000. That's the number of non-farm payroll jobs that have dropped. First decline of jobs since 2010. The unemployment rate is 4.4%. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today... 833, you got Tony, 833-468-8669. It's going to get worse from here. Just so we all know, it's going to get worse from here. 32 to 42 million people are going to be without a job. That's where we're going. And it's uh, it's horrific. I'm, n- I'm never going to say no. And I am somebody who believes that if you have a small business, you should apply for whatever it is, the relief that you can get. I never once said that we shouldn't be engaged in, in relief. I said it should be more targeted. That was my argument. But they went more scattershot because it's government. And what else did you expect? No one in America did anything wrong. No one in America deserved anything like this. I'm in favor of them being able to get back on their feet. While certainly I have issues with the idea that here we will loan you this money for your business, but you have to spend exactly as we tell you to spend it. uh, And if you do, then it's forgivable. That drives me nuts. Do I want indeed business owners who are getting these dollars to spend it on payroll to keep people employed? Yes, but if we don't have actual work for them to do, they're employed to do what? Which is something that I have, I, I admit, consternation with. Which is why I have discussed from the beginning, how do we open it back up? Well, Tony, you clearly want people to die. Stop talking, you sounds crazy. Oh, you're going to get people sick. I hope you learn. Do I not understand the issues? I've only been describing them for three weeks now. I think I have a pretty good understanding of the issues. I also understand the economic issues and what's happening to people. I don't think that should be so easily dismissed. I like it when I see economists and others discussing how the economy can bounce back and it's going to bounce back super quick. I think that's great. You know how it bounces back? By getting it going. I've only made the argument that social distancing, which I've always said to do, Doesn't mean you have to shut it all down and we should figure out ways to be creative and inventive in in uh, finding more ways to do this. And when I see places, uh, counties uh, doing this where they say, nope, not only can you not do uh, sit, dine in in a restaurant, you can't even do to go or carry out that that's fear. That is fear mongering. That is not sensible. People can decide not to eat from the restaurant. If they decide to eat from the restaurant, they should be able to. If they want to go into a salon and get their hair did, <laughs> as as they as the kids would say, what you, you don't need to have a hundred people in there. The two people can't be in there. The uh the 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 the, the uh what is it, an anesthetist? Whatever, I forget I forget how to say it. Uh, they can't be wearing a mask. This can't be done. Of course, it can be done. It can be done if we're sensible. But here we are with the economy and seven hundred thousand uh, down in jobs, and you've got supposedly 10 million people now on unemployment, and that number can reach 30, 40 million. Now, these things, and whether or not they're going to have an effect on the markets is is, is pretty interesting, right? We have seen the markets do all sorts of things. In the early morning uh, of today, in, the, in that first half hour, the market was up and down. It did both. I don't know where it's going to end up. Certainly when you see a, a, a jobs performance uh, this, this bad and you see the unemployment rate go up almost a full percent from 3.5 to 4.4, you would think people would be rattled. Or has everyone just come to accept that this is the way that it's going to be? This is the way it is right now, but it won't be this way for forever. Now, we're going to get into more on the markets, um, but there is a, a, a growing story and a growing foolhardiness to a story about how coronavirus ended up in our lives. This, this story is about whether or not coronavirus was leaked as a bioweapon. Now, I have heard this discussed and I have heard people discuss it. It has been a part of conversation. And it's been part of a lot of people's conversations. I think it was um, Ted Cruz... Discussing it with Maria Bartiromo
1: just just last week, I think. And it is a natural question to ask. There had been multiple stories written in the global media about how the security protocols at this Wuhan Institute were lacking; that they weren't very good. That, that this is you know this is a, the sort of place you see in the movies where people go in in the hazmat suits and it's all you know, sealed off and, and, and because they're exceptionally dangerous diseases there. And and there is a very natural question to ask of, well, did somebody make a mistake? Were they studying this virus? And did it escape accidentally? And and, and is that part of why the communist government in China tried so hard to cover the, cover this up? Um, and, and, you know, I'll say it's an interesting thing, Maria. There were initially some questions being asked right at the start of this outbreak. Uh, uh, right along these lines, and then you saw much of the mainstream media react in lockstep and, and, and oppose it with a ferocity that was just curious. and, and A whole series of stories. Disgusting.
0: It was disgusting. And I want to say for the record, I have no idea if Wuhan coronavirus, Chinese virus, or as we all call it, coronavirus, uh, was unleashed on the world. I have no proof of that whatsoever, and I know some people have gone down uh, that road. Uh, The leading virologist, I think that's how you pronounce it, on bat-borne viruses, as uh, described by uh, the Daily Caller, is uh, Shi Zhengli, who says that it absolutely, what we see in the world, did not come from her lab, this lab, uh, Wuhan Institute, she swears on her life about it that's the actual quote uh that she gives um and it quite simply does not match up with her stra- with what she knows to be her strains now there are other chinese researchers who also have noted that what she says this comes from which is a bat is actually uh lives in a place 600 miles away from wuhan And that the killer coronavirus probably originated from a laboratory in Wuhan. That paper was on a a website as of February 6th. And it was removed from a a website February 14th or 15th. Now, again, I'm going to say out loud, I have no idea if this was made in a lab, incubated in a lab, and unleashed on the world. I I would have no way of knowing such a thing. Right. I'll let people do all the investigations they want, though, because I can't stop them. There are people still investigating September 11th because they think it was an inside job. I can't stop. them. Knock yourself out. Have fun. What am I what am I supposed to tell you? Right. Don't tell me fire doesn't melt steel because fire is the only thing that melts steel. But if you want to have yourself an investigation, go have fun. I don't say that it was unleashed on the world and I do not say that it was a bioweapon i am saying and i have said that the era of bioweapon has begun because there are multiple groups looking at how wuhan is uh, how coronavirus has kind of moved about whether it be in wuhan or in the united states and throughout europe and they've said "Ooh, this this is a good way to hurt the infidel right this is a good way to, to damage people and look how they're reacting and look at how they're dealing with things We can can weaken them and soften them up. And You don't think that's happening? Uh, Only the fool doesn't think that that's happening. Really and truly. You have to be willful in in your ignorance not to see that people are going to be having that conversation and addressing that issue. But I want to get back to this very idea that people are so aggressive to saying, how dare you think this was unleashed by China? How disgusting and despicable. Allow me to add another theory. If I may, because I would have no way of knowing if this was unleashed. I have no proof that it was zero at this stage of the game. Is it clear that at Wuhan Institute, they deal with some really nasty stuff? Absolutely positively. Is it possible that Senator Ted Cruz, you heard him right there with Maria Bartiromo? Is it possible that something leaked out of the lab? Well, of course it's possible. It's absolutely possible. Is it probable? Well, I think I have to leave that to somebody else to determine. Is it possible without question? There's no question it could have leaked from the lab. And certainly, to Ted Cruz's point, maybe they were trying to hide the leak, and that's why they did not share the data. That's absolutely possible. That's not my question nor my statement. My question is, uh, goes along a, a much, much different line. And it goes as follows. If, if you don't tell people that there is a leak, if you don't tell the world, hey, we've got a virus situation here, we've got to shut it all down. If, You know people are dying and you purposefully ensure that no information gets out. What in that scenario is the real difference between a leak and a bioweapon? Guys, you know how little it takes to be a rational human being? To take a look at the situation in front of you and be honest and clear about it. I would have zero proof and I would put forth there is no proof out there in any level of mainstream that shows you that China decided to launch a bioweapon against the United States in the form of coronavirus. None. I have no way of knowing at this moment if there was a leak, but certainly we can agree that a leak is possible and plausible that they have this institute that they deal with these diseases and yes their own uh, security apparatus was laxed we can also say that we clearly know that they have these wet markets where they do this butchering the slaughtering of animals uh, animals that you shouldn't be eating and uh, they do this in places that are completely unsanitary, unsanitary and of course there can be things that leap that get exposed etc and humans can be infected and infections can grow from there. Without question, that's possible. We have known this about the wet markets for years. For years, if not decades. And nothing is done. You're now hearing members of Congress, uh, Senator Lindsey Graham and others, saying China has to shut down these wet markets. It, it is certainly incubation spots. So we don't know if it came as a leak from a lab. We don't know if it came from these wet markets. I agree that we don't know. And I make no claim at all that China unleashed coronavirus on the world. That's not what I'm saying. Here's what I'm asking them. If you don't tell people about a deadly virus and you know there's a deadly virus and you don't tell them for a month, what's the difference? And that American media cannot understand that is why you and I don't trust them. And it's awful. It's awful. It doesn't make any sense. How, why? For what reason do they do this to us? And do they do this to themselves? The question is so legitimate. The question is so clear and so obvious that it, it, will, it will stun them. What's the line from West Wing? The sheer tonnage of what I know and you don't can, can stop a, a herd of oxen in its tracks. That's the line from, uh, from Vice President Hoynes to, to, uh, to Toby. Toby. I've always that line has always stuck with me because like, well, that's that is a very, very on the nose. If you don't tell anybody what's the difference? And what happens when you realize that the answer is none? What do you do at that moment? I don't think you have to play in conspiracy theories, guys. I think that's a a giant mistake. I think just a standard look at the information that we have and questions that can be asked should lead us to to certain places and should really make us ask why it is that American media isn't asking these questions. Wait, it's up to me. I'm not the guy in the White House briefing room. Jim Acosta doesn't know how to ask this question. No, no, he has to be the bulwark against President Trump because, you see, it's President Trump's lies that are the big issue. China's lies don't matter because China's lies may have killed tens of thousands of people. And if you lie about a virus, what's the difference between that and setting one loose? Thank goodness we're rational people because we know there is no difference. But ask this of your local media or your national media that refuses to ask the question. Ask this of your national media that just simply wants to carry water for China because the useful idiots, they are, and they are proud. And when they refuse to answer, can't answer, or tell you that you're a racist for asking, dismiss them. They're unworthy of your time, your love, or your respect. I'm Tony Katz.